Hello, Rotarians, Rotaractors, and people of action. My name is Thomas Paul. Welcome back to this mini-episode, Project Manager Cafe. These mini-episodes are recaps of what we talked about in our last episode, what to expect in our next episode, and a chance to answer some quick questions, all in less than five minutes. Remember, you will never miss an episode when you subscribe. You can find us everywhere great podcasts are found. You can also visit our website at rotarypm.ca for show notes, resources, and ways to connect with us. We love to hear how we're doing. In our last episode called Strong Foundations for Projects, we talked about three assets to help you get your project going. They are the Project Charter, Team Charter, and Scope Statement. We talked about what they are, ideas to get them going, and how they can supercharge your project. If you haven't listened to this episode, I encourage you to go back and check it out. In our next episode, we're going to talk to Chris Hornberger, a fellow Rotarian, about stakeholders. Chris and I discuss what a stakeholder is, why they are important, and how to manage them. Chris is an experienced business leader with extensive experience in the private and public sector. She knows a lot about stakeholders, and you won't want to miss our chat. Before we go, here are a few questions and answers from our previous episodes. Here's the first question. Does the project charter have to be written down on paper? It doesn't have to be written down on paper, but it should be recorded somewhere. If your organization is comfortable with online tools, you may use an internal website or shared document as an example. Having the project charter recorded is important for folks to be able to read and understand and refer back to. This is also the case for team charters and scope statements. The challenge with a team charter or scope statement is they are more likely gonna be updated and revised. So you need to have it in a place where it is easy to access and not confused with previous versions. This is why printed documents and emails may prove risky. This is because out-of-date material ends up floating around. I would suggest you record and display these assets in a way that works for your team. If your team is in the office every day, maybe a big wall with sticky notes works for you guys. On the other hand, if you're in a hybrid office or working with remote teams, you need to figure out ways to share this information where you don't rely on physical assets. Here's the next question. What happens if team members don't follow the team charter? There are many reasons why team members may not be following the team charter. It could be that the working environment has changed since the team charter was created, or it could mean that the team charter did not capture the right things. It may require a team regroup to realign the charter to the actual working environment. The team charter should reflect the realistic team environment. While being optimistic is important, a team charter is not a way to magically create a great team. If it's individuals struggling with a team charter, the project manager or other leader may need to work with the individual team member to find a solution. Whatever you do, don't use the team charter as a punitive tool. It's not a contract that you hold over someone's head. You will need to find the right leadership approach to handle this challenge. Remember, we as project managers manage things, but we lead people. Here's the last question. How do we prevent spending too much time on these assets? Listen, I can be a bit of a perfectionist sometimes. I spend a lot of time tweaking documents and making things look good. But I also understand that in reality, this is really a lot of wasted time that doesn't add a lot of value. Whatever you're working on, we aim to do things to the point where it's barely sufficient. This doesn't mean low in quality. 
it means we're producing something that meets our needs and nothing more. I personally have to sometimes take a breath and accept that a simple email might get the job done over a complex PowerPoint or worse, a meeting. It's not easy, but as you develop more as a project manager, you will develop some discipline and be able to hone these skills. And best of all, you'll be able to coach others how to work with these assets. That's it for this mini episode of the Project Manager Cafe. You can always listen to the Rotary Project Manager on most podcast apps, any time of day. Don't forget to subscribe to never miss an episode. Visit rotarypm.ca for more information and to reach out to us. My name is Thomas Paul, and from everyone at the Rotary Club of Halifax Harbour, Rotary around the world.